Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. You are now tuned in to the Fresh Air Channel, and you're listening to I Pray This Helps. We've all heard about depression. It's an ugly mental illness that only people privileged enough are able to have. Okay, I'm definitely using satire in that last statement, but we do know about depression. However, have you heard about the phrase spiritual depression? This is a topic that's been on my heart to discuss for some time now. In fact, it was one of the reasons that I started this podcast. I was interviewing my friend Tay Collier about mental illness and how Christians deal with it. And I came to realize that he was touching on a form of spiritual depression. Spiritual depression can present itself in many forms, but ultimately the result is the same, being rendered ineffective for the kingdom of God. In this episode, we talk about how sin can bring about spiritual depression. So let's take a listen as I talk to Tay just an hour before he heads back to Missouri from Atlanta. I'm Keith Roberson, and I pray this helps. This is Keith Roberson, and I'm here today with Deontay Collier. What's up, y'all? Is this the voice you're going to use for the podcast? Like low, or do you want me to speak I don't, up? I'm, I'm recording all of this, so yeah. you'll hear all of it. But like, is this the... Yeah. This is the mode that you're going with. You sure? This is what yeah. you want to do? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um so Deontay is visiting. Are you Deontay or Tay? I'm both, but I mean, could, who are I mean, you for this podcast for the next 30 <laughs> minutes? Who are you? I'm Tay, man. Okay. Tay. Um you're here visiting from East St. Louis, Illinois. Okay. Why are you here? Tell us why you're <laughs> Well, uh, my homie Abby got married. Yeah, shout out to him. You know, shout on uh, Thursday, him and Sherry Ann got married. So Sherry Ann, that's her name? Yeah, Sherry Ann. So now they're married. And uh, <laughs> I had the wonderful privilege of emceeing the reception. Ooh, so it was dope. Dope, man. Um, we're here at um, our good friend Lon's house. Lon and um, Aaron's house. So um, you're getting ready to fly out. So I'm glad I got to catch you before you left. So I thank you for this time, man. Um, thank you. Today we're going to touch on like a really tough topic. Not that um, we don't touch on real topics, but this one is kind of close to home for me as well. So we'll talk about it. Um, I asked, I hit Deontay up or Tay up, and I said, hey, man, I want to interview you. Want to talk about your um, your EP, but I also want to talk about something a little bit more serious. So, what is it that you want to talk about? And you told me so mental illness and Christianity. Mm. Yeah, wow. Well, why do you want to talk about that? I mean, not that I don't think that it's a great topic to talk about, but why? So, mental health and uh, Christianity is one of those topics that is very taboo because it comes with a bunch of questions and it can kind of be a gray area um in many people's lives like and when it's all said and done like people don't talk about it like 
people don't feel like they have the freedom to say today I don't feel like living today mm. I am not experiencing the joy of the Lord that the scriptures speak about mm. today I'm just I'm not looking forward to life mm. you know yeah so I wanted to really just talk about it and just like zero in on like the fact that God has literally given us the freedom to speak about these things because he wants a relationship with us. That's good. He doesn't want he doesn't want this robotic systematic type of deal where yeah. we're literally just like puppets on a string. Right. He like any real relationship is going to involve some type of emotion, right? Mm-hmm. And any type of passion like involves emotion, right? Mm-hmm. So when it's all said and done, I like to think of it like um, on Baby Boy, right? Yeah. Like Tyrese's character and Taraji P. Henson's character, like they got into it, right? But when it's all said and done, like at the end of the movie, you knew without a shadow of a doubt that they loved each other. Mm. So, you know, sometimes we just gotta bring the 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 frustration, the the hurt, you know, the pain to the Lord. As well as the joy, yeah. you know, in the in the in the praise. Well, do you think do you think that's a concept that most um, Christians don't understand, or at least, well, not even yeah, well, most Christians don't understand like ones that aren't dealing with it, as well as ones that do deal with um, depression and and things of that nature. Like, because next the next episode, I'm going to talk about spiritual depression. So this is this is great. Like, just from like because I feel like. In a way, they coincide, you know what I mean. But but they're two different things. But this is great. This is a this is so great. Um, do you feel like believers that don't struggle with depression and, and or mental illness, and believers that do struggle with those things, that a large population of the two they don't understand it? Yes, and I don't do. know how to rationalize it, or don't even know that it even exists. Like, yo, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't be depressed, like, which is kind of crazy. Or like, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't struggle with um, bipolar disorder. Or if you're a Christian, you shouldn't struggle with multiple personality disorder, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes, I do believe that it's one of those topics that many don't understand Mm -hmm. and i think that just goes back to the fact that it's not talked about it's not discussed like i've over this last year i've had more conversations with christians who've told me like yo i'm i'm going through depression like i just i am struggling to want to live right than i've ever had with anybody mm-hmm. in my whole 26 years of life mm-hmm. right yeah. and that's pastors that's peers that's i mean pastors are peers too but like that's literally everybody in mm-hmm. our christian circles so when it's all said and done like it, we just need to talk about it more yeah um okay i know you got some questions that you would like me to ask i appreciate you because i asked you because i'm like i don't I don't know what he's ready to answer or not. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'll come to the table with questions. Sometimes I'll just shoot off the cuffs. Today I'm doing both. Um, so For question sure. number one, how do you explain a person who hopes in the Lord wrestling with depression? Like, And first of all, unpack that question and then answer it. Yeah. So I'll ask it again. How do you explain a person who hopes in the Lord wrestling with depression? 
Yeah, so last year I was in conversation with a person and they were like, how can you be depressed when you have a relationship with the Lord? Like you have hope. How mm-hmm. dare you be depressed if you have hope? Mm-hmm. And my response to it is this right here. Like, yes, I do have hope for eternity. And yes, eternity is now and mm-hmm. forevermore. Right. Yeah. But when it's all said and done, like that doesn't block the fact that real life issues happen every day. Yeah. Right. That doesn't block the fact that like I have been scarred. I have been hurt. Yeah. That doesn't block the fact that like these things, these things are not going to be fully dead in me until I am resurrected and given a new body in Christ. Right. Mm. Like these things will be things that I have to wrestle with. Right. So the depression comes from, for me, from feeling this like, ah, man, I am never going to stop wrestling with sin. Mm. I know. I mean, there's, there's, um, scriptures. I mean, like, Cause you know me You know what I mean Like you met me In that state You know what I mean Like yeah. the, the songs that I was writing It was like Mad dark <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I was I was struggling through it Cause I'm like I know I'm a believer But I know I'm in this This state of being Right now Yeah You know um, um, I wouldn't say like Suicide was like ever um, Like at least in that time Maybe like when I was a kid Like the thought was in my mind And then it was like No That's dumb <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not gonna be a kid forever. I'm not gonna be in middle school forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. but I mean, much to you know, much to a lot of people's chagrin, some people don't rationalize it like that. They don't even think about it like that. You know what I mean? You know, because I guess a lot of the depression there is a form of spiritual depression that comes from sin. You know, and hmm, why don't this just be part one? This is or maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll see. Thinking out loud But um, There is Like sin Can bring forth Spiritual depression um, And it Manifests In the natural Where it just becomes Depression Like just period Like you just depressed Because um, Christ is so real to you The Christian life Is so real to you As it should be You know And You begin to Equate Your sin With who you are And um, Paul even spoke about it. This is a scripture that popped up in my head when you were saying what you were saying. Um, um, oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And I know you probably hear that all the time, but like, or like, you know, you probably refer to that scripture all the time. And like, mm, and the enemy sometimes can contort that scripture. Yeah, mm. yeah. And and see like yeah nobody can deliver me from the body of death like that's not what the scripture ends with it says thanks be to God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ like that is literally good news and I'm not sitting here preaching to you you know what I mean like why not sure okay <laughs> okay <laughs> okay fine it's Lord help me it's thanks like. Christ I think sometimes like we we tend to forget that literally like Jesus did it all man like he lived the perfect life 
I mean, it talks about that in Romans. I'll find a scripture for you. And like, it, like all this stuff is like so liberating to me. Like the scriptures are liberating people. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not this thing like where it's like, oh yeah, you, you live holy, live holy or you're going to go to hell. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, man, like, it's not that God like just leaves you. He says, Oh, I died for you and now live the rest of this thing out all by yourself. That's not what he's doing. That's not what he says. He literally is saying, I'm with you. I will help you. He he bore it all on the cross. He bore it all on the cross. And then he um so here's the deal. Here's the scripture that I, the other scripture that I was thinking about. Um um, where it talks about how um, he basically he died the death that we should have died. Yeah, yeah. And he lived the life that we couldn't live. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then Paul talks about, think, oh, wretched man that I am, uh, that's still in Romans, oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? You're like, thanks be to God, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's who will deliver me from this body of death. That's who, you know what I mean? Like, the good I would do, I can't because evil is always present. Like, and Jesus is the high priest. Yeah. He is so, like, he's like, look, Tay, I know what you're going through. I've been through what you're going through. Much, much worse. I've experienced what you've experienced on the um, on the top level. You know what I mean? And yet I knew no sin. And wait. And the enemy can try to contort that as well and make us see. It's like, oh, now I have to be Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, no, Jesus defeated it. He defeated it. He lived the life that we couldn't live. So now God doesn't see the life that um, he doesn't see the wrong that you're doing. He doesn't see your life per se. He sees the life that Jesus lived. He sees the perfect life that Jesus lived. He doesn't see... Um, you know, like he's like, yo, like I know my son, my son died. You know what I mean? Like my son died for me. You know what I mean? Like my son died for you. Yeah, my son died for you. He he paid the cost. Um, I think that's important to remember. We must remember the gospel in these situations. Yeah, and under and also understand. Um, that the weapons of our warfare not of the flesh, yeah, but divinely powerful for the pulling down of strongholds. I, um, you were just saying. I mean, you you giving me um carte blanche to preach, so here I am. Um, you were saying um that oh you have to live with this all the days of your life. I don't believe that for you, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that for you, honestly. I, I, I'll I, say this before I dive back in, because I think you are a great man of God, and I know that the enemy knows that. But more importantly, God knows that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the enemy knowing who you are in the spiritual, he tries to suppress people in the natural. Yeah. That that is that's important to understand because you might just be seeing yourself as an earthly being. You're not a you're not an earthly being. You are a spiritual being. True. The moment that you accepted Christ, you were um you were you were like shot up into the heavenlies. Like you are a spiritual being. Yeah. You know what I mean, that has supernatural powers. True. And an enemy would love to keep you bound and keep you suppressed so that you would never be able to rise up against his kingdom. He's having a field day in your mind. Don't let it happen. Um, talks about, mm, here's a scripture I used to quote all the time. I even started um, reciting it again yesterday because we were praying for someone. Uh, um, and 
the enemy, when I first started saying it, I could never say it straight. I could never just outright say it. Yeah. And I was like, why, why, why is this happening? And in that moment, the Lord was like, they don't like when you say that. They don't like, I'm like, oh, I know who they is. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't like when you say those things. And here's what it is. I might not even be able to get through it now because they don't like when you say it. But like, I would literally say, get off of my mouth, get off of my tongue. You don't have authority and I'm going to say it now. <laughs> so, he, yeah. you know what I mean? It says, um, we are destroying every speculation and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of Christ. And we are taking every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ. Yeah. We are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Uh, we are destroying every speculation and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ. And we are ready to destroy every disobedience once your obedience is made complete. I, I um, implore you to speak that over your life, to speak that in your life, to pray out loud, to um, maybe put down certain certain types of music for a little while that like that can like support the thoughts that you're having. Yeah. You know what I mean? That keep you on this um horizontal plane and not on this vertical um in this vertical trajectory. You know what I mean? Like it, they love to keep you down, like then talking to, thinking about your present state. That's not what Jesus is about. Like he's he's the already He's he's like he is the beginning and the end, and he's like the already and not yet. Like he is amazing. Um, I'll say this, then we'll move forward. Uh, like there's so much power in our salvation. Like like I don't, I don't I really don't think like Christians know like just how much power we have. Yeah, definitely. And I think it would be detrimental if we knew how much power we had, then we get prideful and stuff. But like, but on the on the flip side, like we were prideful because we're like, oh, well, it's me. I don't have any power. And it's like, no, you have way more power. You've been equipped. Like he's giving you authority to trample over serpents and scorpions. That's what his word says. He has given you dominion over everything in this land. You know I mean, he has given you dominion, and I know that's um. In our Christian silos, in our Christian um, communities, um, the ones that we that you and I met each other in, it's not necessarily popular to talk about dominion. Yeah, it's not popular to talk about it, but it's in Scripture. Yeah. And so, yeah, you do have people taking it out of context. You do have people taking it out of context, and like you know, putting themselves, you know, what I mean, like putting themselves high and like making themselves like little gods and stuff like that. That's not what we're talking about. God has literally given us dominion. He has literally given us dominion. So yeah. we can say to a mountain, be thou removed. We can say to a principality, to a, um, to a, a demon. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you have no place in my life. Leave now in the name of Jesus. You have authority. You have authority over depression. You have authority over your mind. Why? Not because of you, but because of Christ who lives in you. Right. That is super important to remember. Please never forget that. Um, forgot where I was going to go, but I guess it's all good. Let me um right interject there. real quick. So when I said earlier that this is something that I always wrestle with like until death or until the Lord gives us our, our new resurrected bodies. Right. Mm -hmm. I meant sin. Right. When it's okay. all said and done, like these flesh bodies, right. Yeah. 
are are stained by sin, right? Sure. So there's some sort of sin that is always going to be getting chopped off of us. Not like I'm going to always be drowning in sin. No, no I was thinking, that's not it. Okay, you know, I was definitely thinking more so like the depression of it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that's more. I'm not thinking about sin when I was saying all yeah. the stuff that I was saying. I'm talking about being. Depressed and suppressed by it. Oh yeah, you know by the whole idea oh, yeah. of I'm always going to be struggling with sin, and I feel like somehow a lot of us, you know, whether we know it or not, we we feel like we're happy. Like we feel like I'm gonna say subconsciously, and maybe this doesn't speak to you. Yeah, but subconsciously, we or even consciously, we feel that God is more pleased by. If we're even more depressed by our sin, like oh, I just hate my sin so much, yeah. I'm not happy. Yeah, and it's like he doesn't want that. The Christian life show said this. Big Bro show said this, and it it literally changed my whole. It changed a lot in me. Yeah. When when he said this, he said the Christian life is not about how little you can sin. It is not about that. It's not about that. Um, Jesus said this himself. Satan comes, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. What does he come to steal, kill, and destroy? If he knows he can't, he he can't steal you. He can't destroy you, and um and kill you. Yeah. You know I mean, because you know you covered by the blood and all that type of stuff. But he, what does he come to steal? He comes to steal your joy. He comes to steal your um. Your happiness, he comes to steal um, your gladness, he comes to steal all of those things and keep you suppressed. All those promises of God that God has for you, they're like, yo, they're lying in wait, waiting for you to tap into them. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want you to obtain those things. But, you know, that everything that the enemy does is false. So he, he can only trick you and only, like, hinder you from getting those things. You know what I mean? That God has for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, again, I'm talking like, the stuff that God promises. I'm not talking about no car. I'm not talking about a big house. I'm not talking about those things that, quote, unquote, buy happiness or can't buy happiness yeah. or whatever it might be. I'm talking about the things that God has promised to every believer. Like that peace that surpasses all, all understanding. understanding. Yeah, yeah. Like the the strength that comes from the joy of the Lord. Yeah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Restore like, to me the joy of my, of your salvation. That's what it says. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. And that fullness of joy that's in His presence. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, it I get talks that. about be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Yeah, like. Those are freaking comforting scriptures. Oh, yeah. Like, that just comforted the mess out of me. And I'm not even stressed right now. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Then it's, you know what I mean? Like, um, and like just the stuff that we quote over and over and over. I get why we quote it over and over because it means a lot. And it means, I, I could tell, like, it starts to mean less and less just because you quote it so much. But, like, if you strip that away and just look at it for what it is, it is truly amazing. Like, um, 
Yea, um, when it talks about in Psalm 23, um, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He anointeth my head with oil. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, You have prepared a table for me in the presence of my my enemies. enemies. Yeah. Yea, though I walk through the, you know what I mean? Like it, it yeah. says, um, 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 he said, um, he said, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He was like, surely goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. Yeah. Surely goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. Yeah. Like these are the things that God has for us. That, but, cause, but since we like looking so horizontally, we looking like the enemy's job is like, get our eyes off of God. Mm-hmm. Get our eyes off of God. And then, what? Like then, it's it's it's, it's that weakens our helper. Absolutely, like you know John I mean? like, fourteen twenty six has been like big. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's all said and done, like he's left us with the helper, the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, needs to eat too. And his food is what the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that a whole like a hundred. Yeah. Um, and I think also, I'm sorry, I think I cut you off, but I think also, um, when it's all said and done, like something that has really been challenging me as well is like scripture says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Right. So when it's all said and done, like to taste something, we have to physically make a move Mm -hmm. to, to do something to taste it, right? To lift the spoon up or the fork up to our mouths to taste that it is good, right? Mm-hmm. We can't taste it by just seeing it, right? right? So when it's all said and done, like, we have to make the choice, right? right. Even in the depression, like, in my most depressed times, mm-hmm. right? Making that choice to open up the word, mm-hmm. even when it hurt, when I just did not want to do it. Right. Was the best decision I could Absolutely. make at that time. Absolutely. Even if even if I read something and prayed over it, and I an hour later don't remember it, mm-hmm. I look at it like this: like Mike Todd said it, and it was it was dope, and I'll never forget it. When when it's all said and done, like, do you remember what you ate last Monday mm-hmm. at twelve p.m.? Mm-hmm. Probably not. But does that mean that you didn't need that? Mm. That nutrition, like you needed that nutrition. That's good. So when it's all said and done, like you know you ate. That's good. So the help of the Holy Spirit brings to remembrance Mm -hmm. those things that the Lord has told us. Absolutely. So we could read something, forget it an hour later, then be in conversation with somebody a year later, and bam, right there. I've never known it to be more true than when I'm in prayer. Yeah, when I'm in prayer and I'm praying out loud and I'm praying with other people and I'm searching for scriptures to comfort people, you know what I mean? Like, and I and I ask, I literally ask the Lord, like, bring these scriptures to my remembrance. And He doesn't even really do that. I don't feel like I remember them and like they just pop into my, they get downloaded into my brain as I'm praying. It's just getting rattled off. Like even now in that moment, I'm like, yo, them scriptures, I forgot about these. <laughs> yeah, like you know, so. Absolutely, I a thousand percent agree with that. Yeah, you have the Bible talks about that as well when it talks about um think on these things. Whatever is good, whatever it is a pure. good report, whatever is pure, yeah. whatever think on these things. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man, it it is important to take care and like it but here's the deal, like 
He has given us the cheat code. Yeah. Of life. Yeah. Jesus has given us the cheat code of life. John sixteen thirty three says, in this life, you will have tribulation. Yeah. But take heart, for I have overcome the world. Yeah. It is finished. It is finito. It is done. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just need to walk in it. So, um, so anybody out there that's struggling with this, and uh, you know, Tay and I will continue to talk. Um, anybody out there who's struggling with this, make no mistake about it. Before I would say, before I'm not, I'm not. We're not saying don't go to the doctor. That's that's not what we're saying. We're not saying you shouldn't go to a therapist. We're not saying that you shouldn't get counseling. We're not saying if you um have medication prescribed to you that you shouldn't take your medication. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying, above all, I think God is pleased if you are doing those things. You know what I mean? I I really do. But above all else, he wants you to seek ye ooh. He wants you to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. Yeah. Sometimes you'll find that you don't even have to go to the doctor because the peace of the the um the um the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need you'll find that you don't even have to. I had yeah. a friend real quick and I'll let you continue to talk. I'll ask one more of your questions. I had a friend who was struggling with um sexual sin. And and I was like, bro, I was there about three weeks ago. But then I tried this new thing called prayer. Like I was praying <laughs> and I don't have those same desires anymore. I spend time with the Lord. And I said, bro, how much time are you spending with the Lord? He was like, oh, I, I don't really spend that much time with him in the morning. I do have like devotion. I'm like, but like how much time are you spending with him? Honestly, I don't really spend that much time right now. I said, I I said before you get before you get the um, the application for your computer that people you know what I mean like so people get notified when you go on a website that you shouldn't be on before you have get a roommate that stays in the same room with you so you don't do anything that you shouldn't be doing as a believer um, like before you do any of those things pray. Take time out to pray and really seek the Lord about him. You know what I mean? Like, just talk to God and see if your life doesn't change. Yeah. I hit him up, like, the next week. I said, yo, like, what's up? Like, how how you doing? I said, how how you doing with um with the thing? Like, do you still need do you still need that? I'm not going to be on it, but, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't want to be notified whenever, you know, like, you're doing stuff you're not supposed to do, but... How is that going for you? He's like, look, bro, I don't even need that thing. I need, I need Jesus. I need more grace. I need, you know what I mean? And like, he was like, I was spending time with him and it's been so sweet. Um, the enemy's job is to get us off, get our, again, it's to get our eyes off of God. You know what I mean? And I do believe in chemical imbalances. Tay and I are, are very, aware of those things like yeah. we both struggle with those issues yeah. um, but we also know that we have a God who is able to transform our minds yeah. who is re- who is able to um, to change our minds so much as we focus our eyes on him he is the answer you know what I mean like so even if he doesn't like straight out like deliver us until say for instance he doesn't deliver you until he comes back or until you go to glory 
like he's still there and yeah. he is still with you through every step of the way. Yeah. It's one of those things where I believe we're being delivered and we will be delivered every day. Amen. And you know, just before we move on really quick, uh a scripture that really has just been near and dear to my heart is second Peter one three where it says like his divine nature has given to us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Amen. Like we have all of the tools that we need in our tool belt Amen. to do whatever it is that we need to do to push sin further and further away. Amen. Amen. Also, a, a big part of it, a big part of it, that's our timer. We, time is almost up. But a big part of it is um, having, like, yo, like putting on a full armor of God. Yeah. Like and you, I know you. You and I, you were like me in a way, raised in the church. You know what I mean? Like she probably heard about putting the full armor of God. It sounds like a little childish type of concept, cause yeah. you know what I mean? Cause they got songs about putting on the full armor of God. You saw little posters about putting on the full armor of God and stuff. So you like kind of like put that in the back of your mind. It's like. No, this is a a very important thing. Having having on the helmet of salvation. Yeah. Like what does the helmet of salvation do? It guards your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. What is that guard? Your heart. Knowing that, what is the breastplate of righteousness for? Knowing in your heart that you are not righteous by your own actions, but you were made righteous by Jesus Christ. You are now the righteousness of God. Yeah. Like, we were made righteous, not because of our own righteousness. Our faith has made us righteous. And who had, who's given us our faith? He did. Yeah. Having on that shield of faith, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace so that you will be able to stand. So the preparation of the, of the gospel of peace is like I can have peace. Why? Because of the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> having on the um the belt of truth. Truth holds all things together. That's why it's the belt. You know what I mean? Like so like when an enemy attacks you with lies about how you're not anything or how you'll never be this person or how You'll only go this far or how you'll always struggle with this until you get a wife or how you'll always struggle with this because you've always struggled with it. You've always struggled with this and your mother struggles with this and your father, um, your father wasn't in your life. So you, nobody thinks anything about you. You know, all of that stuff is like, I can stand on the word of God. Yeah. I can stand on truth. I have the breastplate of righteousness. I have the shield of faith, but most important, not even most importantly, all of that is important yeah all of it is important the sword of the spirit which is what we've been using this whole time yeah, yeah. is the word of god yeah. to be able to combat to be able to combat against the fiery darts and whatever the enemy throws at us we don't just have to be defensive we can be defensive we can be offensive as well I know sometimes I'll just go into something like I for a while I was just going into situations like starting stuff because I, I knew that I could win yeah. because I had the Lord on my side. Yeah. It's like stuff in my mind. I'm like, I wake up in the morning like, Lord, protect me today. Lord, the um, you know, just spouting off scriptures all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> like mm -hmm. before I start my day, because I don't need to wait for the battle to come to me. Let me go to the battle before it even starts. Not today. Yeah. You know, um, it is important. 
the word is living and active. It, uh, that's what the Bible says. Yeah, sharpening the two-edged sharpening sword. Sharpening the two-edged sword. Dividing bone and marrow. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So, yeah, man, like, just not living in that darkness is big as well, man. Mm. Like, don't try to take it on your own. Mm. Like, you can't. Depression will only grow in darkness. Mm. It it can't decrease. Talk about being around other believers that aren't depressed. <laughs> talk <laughs> talk about that. So, or maybe even be uh, may even have the potential to be, but like you know what I mean, like but they know. You know what I mean? And they're like they're walking in light as opposed to walking like well, like, this is the cross that I have to bear. I have to be, yeah. you know, walking with Eeyore, as I'll say. You know what I mean? Like, talk about that. <laughs> talk about the importance of that. I think, just like the scripture says, like, um, we are we are meant to refresh others, right? Mm. Like, we're refreshed so that we're able to refresh others. Mm, so when it's all said and done, like, that's super refreshing to be around somebody who is free to be vulnerable and honest, right? Mm-hmm. But... Who is living in the light of knowing, like, I can't bear this alone. Mm -hmm. Like, I need my family, because the church isn't like a family. We are a family, Mm -hmm. to bear this with me. Mm -hmm. So it's refreshing, and it it shows us a glimpse of what eternity is going to Mm -hmm. look like with God. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe that those are God moments. Mm -hmm. Those are not, like, just this person is... You know, somebody who I could look up to. Like, I believe that God places community in our lives to literally be like his hands and, and feet to rush mm-hmm. to hug us when we are are in need of it. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's refreshing. I, that's the word that comes to my mind. Amen. I know you had you had a great question here. A lot of the questions you were you brought up were great questions. Um, what has been the greatest lesson that you have learned in your wrestle with faith and depression? The greatest lesson that I've learned is that thus far, at least, yeah, yeah. thus far, is that even though I'm angry, even though I'm upset, mm. even though I may be in a place where I feel far, furthest, farthest, furthest, farthest, one of the two, <laughs> from the Lord, mm-hmm. right? God's love does not change for me mm. in that place. Amen. Right? And and um just been listening to sermons and like Mike Todd has really just been drilling that in, like mm. from Transformation Church. Like God's love is unchanging for me. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like, yo, this sucks. Like I am in Lodabar, literally, mm. like where Mofibosheth was, like mm-hmm. after, you know, he was broken, like when he was dropped as a baby in in, uh, Mm -hmm. second Samuel chapter nine. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I'm in this distant dry place, but God's love doesn't change for us in that place. Mm -hmm. Like, so we can be upset. We can be um, angry. We could be hurt. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and like express that to God Mm -hmm. because he wants to hear that. And he wants to help us like revelation um, makes it clear. Like, yo, behold, I stand at the door knocking. And if you mm-hmm. let me in, like I'll come in and I'll I'll sup with you, like mm-hmm. and you with me. Yeah. Like God is a gentleman yeah. and wants to be invited into yeah, our situation. At the door and knock. Yeah. Wants to be invited into our situation to come in and just 
fix that thing. Mm-hmm. It's like if we had a parent and we took their phone and we threw it and broke it, right? Us leaving that phone there is not going to get that phone fixed. Mm-hmm. Take the phone to your parent. Allow your parent to see it. And allow your parent to affirm to you that it'll be all right. Yeah. Because it's something that can be fixed. Yeah. I agree. Going back going back to the point you were making earlier about like God's love yeah. never changing for you. Romans 8. It reminded me of Romans eight thirty six until the end of that yeah. um, chapter. Just as it is written, for our sake, we are being put to death all day. Yeah, yeah. We were considered as sheep to be slaughtered. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. It says we are more than conquerors. Yeah. Um, other uh, translations. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yeah. Amen. Um, last question I, I would say. Um, I mean, five, I feel like the question that you put down here, I feel like we pretty much answered that. What would you tell a person wrestling with balancing their mental health and faith? Like, this is this is it. <laughs> but what, what, unless you want to say more, sure, go ahead. Yeah, just real quick. Uh what I would say is, man, like, don't go it alone. Mm-hmm. Don't go it alone. Mm-hmm. Invite the body of Christ into that situation. But most importantly, invite God into it. Yeah. Because he's a gentleman and he cares and he wants to work in that. Um, it's like um, what uh, your former pastor, my my pastor, <laughs> um, Dahadi says, he said, um, Christianity is not the fight against sin. It is the fight against isolation. Yeah. Like, that's what it's about. It's it's a fight against isolation. Being isolated from God, being isolated from people. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's all about that. Um, Yeah, that reminds me of one of my lyrics. uh, mm. From, like, the first song on my whole project, uh, Sunday Morning, it's like... Nice segue. Life... Because I wanted to get into that last. Go ahead. Life gonna come with its challenges, but the challenge is to taste and see he's good while you balance it. Mm. Like, when it's all said and done, like, wrestling with these different, like, thoughts, emotions, sins, whatever it is, right, is always going to be, like, Something that you have to balance with your faith But the true challenge is To in that moment Taste and see that God is good Amen Amen so You you brought up the uh, EP It's an EP right Yeah. Talk a little bit more about it um, Like what does it mean um, It's called It's called Sunday morning Yeah. What is it about Sunday morning is About in short the wrestle that the believer has to have Monday through Sunday, how faith when it's all said and done, if it's true, it's going to be something that we wrestle with. It's going to be something that we, we, we have to work out. Right. 
as we're going, right? It's something that God has placed in us, right? Mm-hmm. To be developed and to be to be built upon, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just something that, all right, it's already built and it's already perfected, right? Like it is, but it's something that like is being perfected, yeah. will be perfected, yeah. and has been perfected. Amen. That's that's literally that is the gospel. That is salvation. Um breaking salvation down like salvation is three parts. Um there's justification, there's sanctification, and there's glorification. Yeah. Justification is what happened when you first got saved and it's like, Oh, you justify, you saved forever. You know what I mean? Um sanctification comes Right after justification, yeah. like when you constantly being sanctified, like even in even in the negative spaces where the Bible talks about um, perseverance, workers, patience and patience, working character. And like God is like literally doing stuff yeah. in us constantly, constantly molding us and shaping us like which is it's is, is funny because like sometimes as believers will tend to feel like, yo, the closer I get to God, the like it seems like. I'm falling deeper into sin sometimes. It's like, no, you just, he's allowing you to see your sinful self a yeah. little bit more because yeah. you're growing deeper in him. And he's like pruning all of that stuff, like clean it, take it out. You know what I mean? Like, like, yo, I'm allowing you to see this. I didn't allow you to see it before because you couldn't handle it. Now you're here. Now you're at this level. I'm taking, I'm literally taking, taking you higher and higher. And as I'm taking you higher and higher, I'm also taking you deeper and deeper. Like God is so amazing. Yeah. And, so then there's sanctification and there's glorification. The thing that gets glorified all of the time is when we'll be perfect in our perfect bodies. And, <laughs> and the Lord says, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And it's amazing because he did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well done. God, you did all of this. Yeah. You did it all. Oh, man. So thank you, God. And um, thank you, Tay. Thank, thank you, you man. Um, so talk about um talk about the project one more time. Let us know where we can get it. Let us know where we can uh, hear it. You know. Yeah. So the project is available literally everywhere where you can stream. Hey. Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Title, Apple Music, iTunes, everywhere where you could stream music, it's available. Awesome. Yeah. I think this was really important to talk about because. My, the episode I was going to do next was on spiritual depression, but this is spiritual depression. Yeah, what you dealing with? Yeah, yeah, it's not like this regular depression. This is literally a form of spiritual depression for yeah. sure. Yeah, come up out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for sharing, man. Thank you for being so transparent. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. No problem, man. And you guys out there, thank you for listening. And we don't have all the answers. No. We don't know everything at all. Nope. But what we do is we do pray this helps. Yeah. So grace and peace. Bye bye.